welcome to yet another episode on the gyanban experience and today we are going to talk about super sunday yes the india pakistan t20 match in the asia cup played in dubai on august 28th 6 pm dubai time i'm sure if you are a cricket lover there is no other place you will be other than on your television on sunday evening in this episode we are going to do a pre match analysis on three things number 1 the mindset the mentality the frame of mind for lack of a better expression that the team needs to be before taking on this match number 2 we're going to talk about the batting order and the batting composition number 3 we're going to talk about the bowling composition and overall the team balance if you will so without further ado let's dive in going into a big match requires a mental prep at least 3 to 4 days before and we are exactly at that point in time we are on 2 days away where the team needs to settle down mentally and think through multiple things what has happened in the previous past should have no bearing in the match on sunday to do that there are three things number 1 switched on from ball 1 number 2 match awareness versus natural instinct and number 3 have a plan b let me explain what i mean by that this is a game where you need to be switched on from ball 1 you can't take like five balls to <coughs> excuse me to get warmed up and then figure out and then get into the zone and you know one needs to be warmed up at least 20 minutes 30 minutes before the match bowl full tilt for about 15 minutes get the juices flowing if you're bowling first and if you're batting first you know play proper shots and get into full gear and be totally zoned in and i know sometimes it's very difficult because of all the paraphernalia that surrounds the start of the match but in the mind somewhere you've got to believe that if you win the toss and you're going to bat then you need about 20 minutes to get into zone before the match starts so that you got switched on from ball 1 likewise if you are bowling first then at least you get the time to bowl full tilt not those you know warm up uh, easing into the uh, delivery stride go full full tilt as if you're bowling live and though it gets you the, into that zone into the mood into the feeling if you will and the muscles start to you know pump in adrenaline and all that stuff so be match ready from ball 1 number 2 was to be match aware during the course of the 40 overs what do you mean by that you know we have often heard i was expressing myself i was playing my natural game well you got to be match aware and then if your natural game complements that situation yes of course you do that but if it means to curb your natural instinct and play according to the situation then that's what you do it's common sense right you you're playing for the country so please keep your natural instinct aside it could be rohit sharma's hook shot it could be rishabh pant's reckless outside the off stump it could be virat kohli's fifth stump chasing outside cover drive whatever be the case or for the bowling folks bowling short and thinking that 135 k's will hit them in the helmet that's not going to get you a wicket 
and that is a perfect segue into the third point have a plan b have a plan c doesn't matter if one thing does not work suppose somebody comes into the zone think about fakhr zaman in the champions trophy final he just went into the zone for example if you see somebody getting into the zone try something different while you still can don't just sit there and watch the game drift by go and create an opportunity if that means delaying an over you might even get tonked a match fee if you will or we would have to bring a fielder in i don't know try something which is different and which upsets the rhythm batsmen get into a rhythm and they find it very difficult if that rhythm is upset or that flow is upset so if babar azam is getting into a flow try and upset that rhythm in some way if that means you've got to sledge then that's what you've got to do if that means you've got to bowl a yorker three consecutive times then that's what you do try something different have a plan b plan c if your plan a does not work and finally it's okay to be friendly with your opposition of the field but let's try and do that post match you know pre match maintain the gravitas maintain the sense of awe sometimes these psychological mind games play a lot you don't want to be seen around shaking hands and you know arm in arm and smiling and all that stuff yeah you want to be the statesman and you want to be the polite person all that is fine but do it after the game before the game stay keep your focus keep your distance let people know that you're here to win the match to win you you mean business right and go back to any of the dominating teams in the previous past think of australia in the 90s and 2000s they were not just marginally ahead they were like quantum ahead and they let you know that they were better than you right in their body language in the way they presented themselves off the field and on the on the field as well so if you are a champion team you've got to maintain that gravitas about you moving on let's talk about the batting composition clearly much has been spoken about it rohit sharma kl rahul virat kohli the openers are not doing as well as they ought to be as well as they have the talent and somewhere they need to stand up and play ball however that said if the top order is not functioning the middle order has to fire now we all know this right this is all nothing that is new the trouble is despite knowing all of this we haven't had a steady middle order since at least the last 5 years it has been constant chop and change chop and change there you even took vijay shankar to the world cup i mean like seriously so i want to see a team which is settled which has a settled middle order in this case you have sky rishabh pant or dk you have deepak hooda hardik pandya ravindra jadeja as the options for now we i would imagine that if dk keeps wickets then rishabh pant doesn't qualify as a batsman in t20 and i am making a big statement there the reason being i still think he has to figure out the construction of his t20 innings he's probably getting there in the test matches but his t20 is a bit of a hit and a miss there's no denying his talent and his ability and all that but in high pressure games in crunch matches you need consistency you need dependability you need to curb your natural instinct 
in on that count mr rishabh pant has let us down on multiple occasions where he could have just played sensibly and got and we can keep on saying you know that's him and that's the way he plays and all but when you're playing for the country like i mentioned before match awareness always tops natural instinct and personal interest and all that so middle order needs to stand up and deliver the top order it is now becoming a a recurring phenomena where any tall left armer bowling and yorker to rohit sharma's pads is causing trouble now it's not something that he ought to be overtly worried about but it has reached a stage where people are going to try it beat any other team i guess now that mr shahin jafridi is not there it might help him ease a bit but that's almost like an insult if you will i'd rather have shahin jafridi bowl again the same delivery and rohit sharma hitting him for a boundary of the same kind of a delivery because he is capable of that but it is i don't know if it is a mental block if is, is it a hand eye drop in hand eye coordination is it just not switched on from ball one i do not know somewhere it is reached a stage where rohit sharma has to figure out that i have to survive at least 2 to 3 overs without getting fancy even if it is a t20 encounter ditto for kl rahul going for expansive shots up front and he got out to a incoming delivery yes it swung a little bit more and all that but you are more talented than that somewhere did the pressure get to you i don't know them like i said let's not talk about the previous match so the top 3 and i'm just talking about the top 2 right now the opening stand has to get, hang in there for the first 5 to 7 overs especially against pakistan because they will be at their potent best in the first 3 4 overs because that's when the adrenaline pumps the highest so if you can withstand that survive that then automatically things start to become easier this is nothing new this is the case in test matches this is the case in one day is this case in any proper cricket match the initial burst has to be withstood and so it is very imperative if you bowl first or if you if they bowl first and we bat first then it is very important that the top two hang in there for at least 5 overs if that means you have scored 20 runs no problem we have 15 overs to make up for that and we have a decent bowling attack to defend a 160 170 kind of a score now mr virat kohli i have said this multiple times before and i'm not going to repeat 100 times i'll say this one last time getting one big score next time isn't going to solve his problem as is the commentary going around everywhere everyone is saying oh he's a great player he'll come back is this just one innings away well that could be a start but to get back to the mojo levels the supreme form levels in 2016 17 18 kind of supreme form levels that will require at least seven or eight consecutive big daddy scores think of a test match where he scores 160 170 think of a one day like 130 140 or a t20 where he gets 100 or maybe uh, 70 of 30 balls or something like like a domination like sheer domination chanceless innings and you do that for at least 6 7 times or maybe 8 times consecutively that's when you know that the gentleman has gotten back his mojo otherwise a one off big score isn't going to you know make any big difference the slump could continue and i 
sincerely wish and hope it doesn't i've been a great fan of his batting ability not so much of his captaincy but never a doubt on his cricketing ability so he has to and i mentioned this earlier the natural instinct of chasing wide outside the off stump the amount of times he's gotten out to zampa and i know it's the australia's not in the asia cup but it's just a mind thing there is a temperament issue there is a technique issue now and both of them are making the situation that much more complex and he has to dig himself out there is no easy way out of this it has to be there will be an element of luck the rub of the green will go his way at some point but before that happens he has to keep digging it in at least curbing the natural instinct learn from mr sachin tendulkar if nobody else that he can look up to anyways no further point on that sky and deepak huda i would not put both of them are have not played in high pressure cooker national matches before like seriously high where 700 million people tune in half a billion people are talking about it and outside and everything you know what i'm saying so my sense is i would prefer sky over deepak huda to play on sunday and and in the next order i would probably have dk over rishabh pant purely because of what i mentioned earlier you have to give the bloke a chance for the sheer hunger that the person has and clearly there is an ability as well but yeah rishabh pant over a period of time will figure out his game and he will be a permanent fixture that is there is no doubt on that for now for this match on sunday after sky i'd probably have dk coming in now comes the tricky part you have hardik pandya ravindra jadeja r ashwin now given that it's a flat deck you will most likely get belted around ball is not going to swing and seam do you take spinners do you take seamers so assuming that you take spinners more and slow the game down and let them come out and hit and all in which case jadu is a absolute no brainer he has to be there in the team for fielding batting bowling whatever sheer electricity in the field is got that x factor going for him then comes mr hardik pandya and i'm not saying it in this particular order because hardik might come in as a batter ahead of jadu but he sometimes becomes too cocky right too clever by half for his own good he's got the talent is yeah i know you're alpha but you don't need to go around displaying it alphas don't need to show off right they it shows in the action and so he's been already been given the captaincy of gujarat titans and i thought that was a little premature but who am i to say anything <laughs> anywho he needs to not bowl short all the time he sometimes thinks of himself as like 150 clicks but he's actually at 140 142 sometimes gets to 145 and that's you know i he's a better off bowler bowling top of off stump rather than bowling short and trying to intimidate the batsman it doesn't intimidate the batsman they get out out of silliness or stupidity and if he thinks he's smarter than them then that everybody is not a living stone you know what i'm saying so yeah sometimes uh, he has to bowl his quota of four overs that is a precondition for him to be in the team there is no argument on that so if these are done then let's quickly think about our full scale bowling attack again for the bowling attack 
Let me begin with an unpopular statement. I don't think we are going to miss Jaspreet Bumrah all that much. In fact, over the last two, three years, the the razor edge that he had, and he's been taking wickets, make no mistake about that. But somehow I feel the Jaspreet Bumrah of, say, two, two and a half, three years earlier was a little more lethal, a little more hungry. And I guess it happens with over time, over age, that you mature a little bit and then you kind of raise the bar and the kind of number of games that you play, right? You can't bring your intensity levels on every game. But I did see a drop in his intensity uh, and, and sharpness, if you will. But so he's not playing in this game. So let's not worry about that right now. What do we have? We have Yuzi, we have Bishnoi, we have Bhuvi, we have Arshdeep, Avesh and Ashwin. Ashwin, again, if you're going with an all spin attack, and if he can contribute with the bat, yeah, he, he makes a place for uh, himself in the team. Nobody doubts his cricketing ability and match awareness. I think that's where he he has his maximum contribution now. But as a bowler, he's not been all that consistent. So will he deliver as a you know last hope batsman? I don't know. So my sense is he will probably sit out. So that gives you Yuzi, Bishnoi, Bhuvi. And let's go by a theory of elimination between Arshdeep and Avesh. I don't think Avesh makes the cut. I don't think he's ready for a national squad to play a massive big encounter. And so he's good six, eight months away before being fully baked. I don't know if he was, you know, blooded into the team a little too soon. But well, like I said, there are smarter people out there who are thinking better about cricket and know more about it. So I do think that he needs about six to eight months to get fully baked, maybe a couple more IPL seasons before he becomes mentally hardened. Anyways, Arshdeep on the other hand has shown that much more discipline and given the fact that you were playing against Netherlands and West Indies and it was not something like an acid test, here the quality of batsmanship that he will face is slightly higher. So it's a 50-50 thing for me. Bhuvi makes the cut without a doubt. Bhuvi sometimes, again, going back to my previous point, switched on from ball one is something that I wish to see from him. Sometimes he takes a little too, maybe it's his body language. I don't know. He looks a little too timid. He looks like, I don't know, listless, if you will. Sometimes I need to see, he's a great bowler. He's a great swing bowler. And somewhere the aggression does not always come out. Maybe that's his personality type. But, he needs to be switched on from ball one. So he would be a definite inclusion in my bowling attack. Followed by Yuzi Chahal and Bishnoi. Bishnoi because of the pace at which he bowls. Very similar to Yuzi, but not exactly the same pace I would imagine. But I think Yuzi is mentally that much more tougher. He's gotten hit so many times that he's become... And that's one of the reasons why Kuldeep has lost out mentally, I think. Skill-wise... Yuzi has become hardened. He's a hard nut to crack. Now he doesn't get, he remains unfazed if he's belted for a couple of sixes. Not the case with, say, Kuldeep Yadav. So he's not playing in this match. So Bishnoi, I still think he's a little untested. Will he stand an onslaught from, say, a Rizwan or a lower order batsman hitter from Pakistan? I don't know. We have never actually seen them play against each other. So 
we don't know a lot of it is unknown quantity so yeah so to if i were to pick four bowlers it would be bhuvi it would be uzi it would be arshdeep and bishnoi so and you can do a mix and match of any of these i think so is this a potent attack enough i don't think so i, I somewhere think mohammad shami should have been in the squad you need that maturity and he is also a little bit of a blow hot blow cold kind of guy but he delivers more often than not so he should have been in the team without a doubt so that kind of sums it up right the team balance is tilted towards batsmen doing better given that it is dubai it'll be hot it'll probably be a little humid towards the evening and the ball even might swing a little bit initially and so it is still batsman heavy and therefore it is very important that the middle order be mentally switched on given that the top order might collapse yet again a final word about post facto match right you might win the match you might lose the match let's not read too much into any of these anyways and this is for those players who worry about what if we lose if you have a fear of failure you will most likely lose you have to play with the thought that you are going to win you play to win there is no space for any other thought to creep in and the more honest you are about this feeling this belief the chances are the more closer you will be to the result Well that's all the time I had for this pre-match analysis unless there is something very dramatic that happens between now and Sunday I will resume the commentary about the post-match analysis on Monday till such time stay well stay safe you know where to find me on my social media handles on Twitter and Facebook it's gyanban it's g y a n b a n or you can drop me a note a voice note on the link below If you want to see all the previous episodes, you can always go to podpage.com/gbx, and you will see all the previous episodes. And if you are so kind, do leave a review. Your thoughts and suggestions and questions, bookies and bats are all welcome. So till we meet again, stay well, stay safe. This is your host GB, and you will listen to the Ganban Experience. Peace out.